we was going to know the words at least of anyone. Something. CCC is a podcast with a twist. Cognac, cupcakes, and stimulating conversations. Because it's not just about us anymore. And we're striving to promote awareness of issues affecting our communities. In short, it's a vibe. Hey, y'all. So, it is finally September. Yes, you know, new we got beginnings. The, yes, new beginnings. We got the vibes going in here. We got some candles lit. Yes, and some incense, incense burning. burning. Just like to cleanse and clear. Yes the vibes through yeah. our space and stuff you know yes. because we want to have a productive like for me i feel like this time of the year is kind of like my like quasi new years mm, yeah 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 mm. yeah like labor day is like my quasi new year's eve and then the next day it's like oh the brisk wind is blowing even though it's hot as hell uh, <laughs> these last two days. The devil's ass right, is all right, out. Right, Like, I feel like it's a renewing of the year every time it goes into fall, even though things are actually dying at this time. Uh, in nature, I feel renewed when it's the beginning but of another school even, year or, yeah. Even though they're dying, it's like rebirth of something yeah. new. So it's like scaling that dead skin away and, mm-hmm. you know, just yeah. really... Coming into a new, a new, a new. Yes, yeah. I like that. So yeah. you know, I love. I actually have learned to love this time of year. So um, this mm-hmm. episode, we're going to talk, of course, about some wretchedness and righteousness. But after that, we're going to get into, you know, just how we see um, ourselves, thanks to some horoscopes from um, Nicole. Uh, Nicole. Yes. Mm-hmm. I always still call her Nicole Bitchy, Lord. Mm-hmm. Nicole XO's website um, for the month of September. So we'll be reading everybody's horoscopes because apparently September is the month of getting shit done and getting in your bag. Yeah, so we're going to talk mean, about that. It makes sense because that's a definitely a Virgo trait. Okay. Of, of yeah. cleaning up the house and making sure that, you know, things are in order. So this makes mm. very. We're aligned. Yeah, we're aligned. Okay, mm-hmm. we're aligned. I like yeah. it. So, and we're gonna talk more about how to keep you aligned for uh, the rest of this month. Yes. So I'm gonna go ahead and get into the motivational moment for this week, which is three things you cannot recover in life: the moment after it's missed, the word of uh, the shit, y'all. Hold on, I fucked up. <laughs> Let me read it again. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I was typing. Mm. <laughs> cleaning up, cleaning up. <laughs> All right, three things you cannot recover in life. The moment after it's missed, the word after it's said, and the time after it's wasted. All right. So, yes, you know, be careful with your words. Be mindful of things and making sure that you understand that you always can't go back and push delete or backspace. Oh, yes. Especially when you send that email to your boss mm-hmm. that you meant to send to your friend that's your coworker. Mm-mm. 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 And on that note, we're going to get into ratchetness and righteousness. All right. It's balance. Ratchetness and righteousness is the yin and the yang of life. You got to be. So, um, you know, we want to start off, first of all, you know, we would be remiss to not mention what is going on in uh, the Bahamas right now uh, with Hurricane Dorian. 
Uh, we're going to touch a little bit more on that later on in our philanthropy moment. But uh, salute to Terry, Tyler Perry um, for pledging to send aid to the Bahamas. Um, so according to the GRIO, Tyler Perry is publicly stating that he would um, do all he can to bring uh, the Bahamas back to where they were before as far as rebuilding. Um, you know, further than that, he hasn't said how much that he's going to um, d uh, donate to the Bahamas. But, um, you know, whenever Tyler Perry does something, he does it big. So um, I know that he's planning to rebuild a road out there, one of their big um, highways. So salute to him and everybody else that is um, sending donations to the Bahamas, whether it's money or food. I know that there was a few... Um, locations that weren't were saying they didn't want clothes necessarily which i found interesting but um you know we'll get more into that later on at the mm -hmm. end of the episode to tell you where our dmvers in particular can go um to donate some items to help those folks out because it's a lot going on out there i know man yeah, it, and but it's, it's hurricane season, so it's just like yeah. I you know what's sad? I was like, yo, all right, so it's hurricane season. Who's gonna get hit? Like Florida. now, the way with yeah, like well, yeah, there's always Florida, but I mean, like I was wondering what disaster we were gonna have. Right, right. Because now it's like every year, my job talks about this a lot too. Like we're living in a day and age where we have a natural disaster every year now. That wasn't always the case. We would go a few years in between and stuff, but thanks to global you're warming. You're right. I didn't even pay attention yeah. to it. Like, now that I think about it, you're right. Like, I don't remember going through this every year in high school. Nope. It was like, oh, far and few. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And that it's and that's thanks to global warming. Like we gotta do better, y'all. Yeah, we really have to pay attention to that as far as like what the government is doing and so you know, I could preach And what we're doing too, like it's ways yeah. that we can help be more green. Yeah. And yeah. stop being lazy. Reduce our carbon footprint for sure. Um, so I'm lazy too, so I can't talk shit. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, I mean there's lazy ways to reduce your carbon footprint. You know, even like I mean, this involves money, but doing stuff like this isn't an ad, but HelloFresh, like, you know, when you use their products, like a simple thing that they're doing is not being wasteful with food, you know, so they mm -hmm. only give you the amount that, that you, you need. need for each meal. Mm -hmm. So you don't have excess leftover and taking up trash and in landfills and land, um, yeah, land landfills and stuff like that. So, you know, and I know that the laws are starting to become a lot more stricter with like straws and things like that so yeah. that's another way that they're trying to like make sure we're being more green, green. yeah yeah and save the planet because mm -hmm. it's our planet guys at the end of the day if we want to still live here right <laughs> um you know continuing with some sad news uh songwriter LaShawn Daniels uh reportedly passed away only at the age of 41 now I wasn't familiar with him but I saw you know, as soon as I clicked on the hashtag for his name, I saw how many people he worked he with. Worked with. Mm -hmm. I saw Brandy. I saw Tony Braxton. Um, I saw some other folks, but you was more familiar with him, um, Kel, right? Mm -hmm. You said you saw so, him. So, yeah, where? he used to be on Tamar Events. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I'm a wee TV type of girl. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, on Tamar Events, he would frequent there. He was one of their producers. I think he might have produced her Love and War album or whatever the case may be alongside her husband um 
But yes, he's worked with a lot of artists from Mariah Carey. Um, he worked with some members of Destiny Child. He's he has like a long mm-hmm. list or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, oh, Kalani, Don, Devin Franklin. Oh, Don from from um, making um, yeah yeah making the band, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was gonna Danity? say Don Kennedy. Is it Danity? Lord. Danity, <laughs> Danity Kane. Kane. Yes. <laughs> it's dumb. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, now, at first, the verdict was out, but he died in a car accident. Yeah, he died in a, a fatal car accident in South Carolina. Wow. You know, and that's said, you know, especially with what just happened with Kevin Hart, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, you never know. Right. You never know what could happen. So that must have happened over the Labor Day weekend. Weekend, yeah. I think it did. It yeah. did. I don't know if it said an exact date. Yeah. But yeah. I'm really sorry. They have a. He had a family too. I'm assuming he had. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, he did. He is a wife. His wife was in the industry too. I forgot what she did that yeah. you might know her from. Oh, but they're all. It was like a family of industry. People. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Yeah. So prayers up for them. Uh, Mac Miller's alleged dealer was charged in connection to his passing. So apparently. Um, he, when he was found unresponsive, uh, what they found was counterfeit oxycodone pills uh, containing fentanyl. And if you didn't watch, what was that show we was watching? Uh, oh, Euphoria? Yeah, Euphoria. Like, mm-hmm. that shit. I don't understand. You know, it's not for me to understand. I don't have that level of celebrity. I don't have that level of pain. And I don't have that level of, you know, understanding as far as, you know, wanting to take certain types of drugs. But that's some hardcore shit. It is fentanyl. It it can be deadly on your first dose. And fentanyl, for those who don't remember, that's believed to have been what had killed Michael Jackson, an overdose on fentanyl. And Prince, and Prince too, right? Yeah. yeah, like doctors usually prescribe it like after you have like certain surgeries, like hip surgeries, back surgeries. Mm-hmm. You usually prescribe some sort of dose of fentanyl. Yeah. For pain. So, um... Oh, speaking of that, okay, and this is gonna kind of, like, mm, I don't know, trigger some of people, but have you guys seen the... Have you seen the Dave Chappelle? Mm -hmm. So, how did you feel, like, about when he was talking about how, um... We had the crack era, and you know the Caucasians were like, "I agree, I agree." I was like, "Yeah." So the joke was, the joke was basically um, paraphrasing was that he was like, "You know, it's really sad to see all these uh, young white kids out here, you know, strung out on what is it, opioids." Uh, opioids. And um, he was saying how you know it really reminds him because he lives in Ohio, so he sees a lot of it. Mm -hmm. Not saying Ohio is full of. You know, I guess just the rural area that he lives in. Uh, but he was saying, you know, it reminds him so much of the crack era and how blacks were when they were on crack. And, you know, it's, it, it's just really interesting to see how it's taken so seriously. This is a, a health um, epidemic. You know, we have to help these uh, kids and stuff. And I've seen that myself on the news, but was niggas really caring when... Black people was on crack when niggas was on crack. Like they were like, "Oh, just say no to drugs." Yeah. Dare. <laughs> Dare. So my, you know, so if they needed a slogan, I found a slogan for them. So, <laughs> Melania Trump, 
you know, our first lady, Melania. Right Melania has this. I new call her Melania. Right. Lame. She has a new initiative, as you know, most first ladies do when they first become into the White House. I think actually, was it Reagan's wife who did the Just Ain't Other Drugs? Yes. Um. So, um, and Obama. Did, Michelle Obama did the move trying to get people to exercise and eat healthier. Yes. Hers is be best. So I think we should go ahead and let every all those little white kids be best. Mm-hmm. And that's supposed to be helping them focus on being well for youth and advocating against cyberbullying and drug use. So let's tell them be best. Be best. Be best out there. Be best. Mm-hmm. That's like another way of saying I'm good, love, enjoy. Exactly. Be best. God, God bless. God bless and be best mm-hmm. uh, to all the, you know, mm. you know, for real that drugs have no, you know, of course, we're not advocating for anybody to be on drugs at and all. We are empathizing with it, you know, but we do. We just want to point out you mm-hmm. know, that it's just very interesting how yeah. seriously it when it comes to you and your <laughs> loved ones. Yeah. And you're the, the people that look now like you want to have more. You know, Girl, accessible to a whole recreation. About... I mean, not recreation. What is it called? Um, therapies. Oh, no. yeah, therapy. Therapies and yeah. it's a word for. It. I can't think of it. Rehab. Rehab. Yeah, okay. rehabilitation. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, girl, we can get into the whole conversation about sixteen nineteen August twentieth sixteen nineteen, which is apparently the first year, um, the first uh, the anniversary of the four hundred years that we've been enslaved. Yeah, so really, I didn't, I didn't even know that. So yeah, it's a whole conversation going on because of this um, lady, which I cannot remember her name, but she was on um, the Breakfast Club and Hot ninety seven talking about it, and she put the article, I believe, in um, the uh, I don't think it was the New York Times, I think it was the Washington Post, but it also became like a like a published kind of document. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say it was a book, like a journal, a pamphlet, journal kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. And so, uh, I really want to find it so I yeah. can do more research, but I'm going to send you the interview, and it was just, like, really deep how she was talking about just the African-Americans' role in the diaspora and how it's sad how they aren't glorified more because, uh, you know, like, a lot of people tend to make... Of course, every, everybody tries to make it seem like African-Americans are um, shiftless and, you know, lazy and stuff and, and weak because they were here for slavery and stuff. And that even accounts for Caribbeans and Africans who mm-hmm. think that as well, you know, people of black skin. I really want to do a culture country. episode yes. so bad. We gonna do it. We gonna do it. I mean, shit, sure, we could do it as soon as next week if you want to because once you see that, you're gonna be ready to mm-hmm. talk about it. So... Uh, yeah, I guess I'll leave it at that because mm-hmm. she was talking about how, you know, we are the ones as African-Americans that came here and actually built up a land. Like, we were beaten down. We were put brought here for slavery based off of their skin color and stuff. And she was even talking about, it got really good because she was even talking about how, like, you know, African-Americans, you know, how they try to c- compare to slavery. It's like, oh, slavery been going on for so long, but slavery was never to a point where it was about someone's skin tone so they could easily identify you. Uh, slavery was usually within a certain location uh, where your family still were and your lineage and stuff. You wasn't forced to change your religion and, and your identity. It grew altogether. into something yeah, yeah. that was that That didn't bigger. happen in other countries. And then most of the time, like even if you was a slave, your children didn't have to be slaves necessarily. Right. And, stuff. and that all was like here. 
and and we still persevered in a nutshell. So we we gonna put a pin in that because I do want to come back to that for a, a culture episode for sure. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to finish this. So basically, uh, back to Mac Miller. Uh, so Cameron James Petit, I think is the way you pronounce his name, is being charged allegedly for supplying Mac with the um, oxycodone fentanyl pills. And he was seen in a text message from him to um, to uh, Mac Miller saying, I think I should probably not post anything just to be smart. And then when they asked him, they questioned him about stuff, he said, I am not great. Most likely I will die in jail. You know, because niggas don't play games in jail. You know, they just find any reason to fuck you up. <laughs> if you did some fucked up shit, so. Right, especially to somebody that they yeah. quote unquote yeah. loved or right. whatever. Unless he means he'll be in jail for life, but I mean, I doubt it. I, I doubt think it. I think he meant but yeah, <laughs> like he, thing. they're right. going to be out for him. Um. So, speaking of suing and jail time and stuff, Ariana Grande is reportedly suing Forever 21 for 10 million beans. So, apparently, you know, I don't know if y'all, y'all saw this circulating over social media last week, but apparently Forever 21 is on the verge of suing, um, not suing, but um, going, bankrupt. going bankrupt. And I was like, damn, yo. So I was thinking, you know, maybe it's because, like, you know, we just... Nobody's buying it anymore. Nobody's buying it. The, you know, the online boutiques are taking over. But, damn, so now I'm hearing this. So, apparently, she's suing for trademark infringement for stealing her name and likeness to promote and sell some of her things. Um, some of their things, rather. Uh, so it doesn't say here what com- particular marketing campaign that they did. Um, but I'm like, what was it? The, a girl the, with a high ponytail, probably. I got it, or whatever. Like, gee, thanks, just bought it. Like, girl, we can sue you for copyright infringement for all of the shit. Listen, okay, Look, all of the shit that you've been culturally appropriating. I literally just saw so. a post of somebody saying the same thing. Like, I think it was a stylist mm-hmm. that she wanted to copy, and she had like. To make the same exact style and the wig and everything. So I guess when the post came out, she was like, interesting. So are you going to be sharing some of the portions <laughs> with me? Because you definitely bit my style. Yes. You know, yes. Like, so, that's just real. Yes. Eat your humble pie, boo. Eat your humble pie. Humbly, um, girl, I ain't even going to talk about these Popeye's chickens and people pulling out guns. Or, I, I can't. I'm done. I'm done with Popeye's. Just let me know when the sandwich returns, okay? And have enough in the in the tuck so that I don't have to stand on the long ass line. Girl, you know they not. I think they like the fact that it's a long line because it gives them more business. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like it gets people wondering. Right. Uh, two more stories. Malik Yoba, apparently, from oh, mm, the trans. Ah! Mm. Yes, apparently he. Um, it's not apparently. Or allegedly, he has right. videotaped himself saying that he is attracted to trans women. I don't find an issue with that. Um, you know, some people were questioning, so was it trans like women or what? No, the nigga is saying what he said. He said he what he said. Dead. Okay. Now, but what's circulating around is that apparently he um, was uh, is being accused by someone who is a trans woman, I believe for um, fooling around with them when they were um, a teenager. I don't know if they were already transitioning at the time, probably as a teenager, um, but apparently Malik Yoba was 
robbing the cradle back then and so we go into the whole pedophilia stage and stuff you know oh, so man. i haven't heard anything since then it's kind of been hush hush but that's not a good look bruh bruh and speaking of that uh i did want to touch a little bit on what happened to Hosea Chanchez and you know I was just telling Kel earlier uh pre-production that I really don't know how to say that man's name <laughs> but he's the fine brother from the game uh I, I can't remember who what his name was on the game do you remember was it my that was him from the game yeah I even, that was um, Tasha Max. Son. Son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his name right now either. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember it. Um, But, you know. Oh, it does. That is him. I don't know why I thought he was a football player. <laughs> because of the game. Wait, so, that's not when I saw him. I was like, oh, it's another football player. All right. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, he, man. He was, yeah, from the game. But, um, you know, on a serious note, uh, he basically, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but you can find the story on his account, which he goes by Hosea Chanchez. And also on Shade Room and a few other Instagram um, social mediums. But he basically said what happened to him was when he was a young, when he was 14 when years old. He was a young warthog. Sorry, yeah. you're being serious right now, my bad. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to cut that out. I'm like, <laughs> I can't. I can't. All right, seriously. So, no, what happened was uh, when he was 14 years old, his. Um, friend's father took advantage of him so prior to um what happened his friend's father would be like oh you know he would like ask him these weird ass nasty ass questions while his friend wasn't around so he'd be like um i bet you have the girl screaming with that big dick i bet you can come a lot you know and he would ask questions like that when his friends wasn't around you know trying to sniff him out with you know he said what i like that he said is that he said he you know was using a false hyper masculinity as a way to sniff out my comfort level with sex and privacy you know because mm-hmm. a lot of men will have like oh yeah you're doing all this with them girls huh you know right. you know and so like that's just i like i like that he shared that because it's probably inappropriate regardless for an older man. To be asking about your sex life. Yeah. You know, even if you are young, you're a young man and he's an older man. Oh, I'm a school you kind of thing. This is how it could really go left. And he said, but you know, he didn't have a father and his, his father wasn't in his life. And that was like mostly his father figure. He was raised by a single mother. And basically one day. He, I hate when they pray. They pray. Yeah, that's exactly what he did. He took him home from school. I don't know what what was going on where, you know, I can't remember what he said about his friend, um, you know, not being in the car with them. But, you know, he was taking him home from school one day and he pulled over to the side of a dirt road. And because I think he's from Montgomery, Alabama or something. Mm. And he um, was like first asking him like about school and said, let me talk to you about your grades. And then he was like, you know, you could trust me. I'm here for you, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, I want to see what all these girls be talking about. And then he unzipped his pants and gave him fellatio. Mm-hmm. And then when he was done, he was like, you know, this wasn't sex between a man and a woman. I mean, this wasn't uh, sex because, you know, we didn't have intercourse. It's not gay, you know, but if you tell anybody, you know, blah, 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 the last you know, the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. So, 
disgusting disgusting and of course he said he said he threw it away in the back of his mind because but you can't let go from like certain yeah. stuff you just can't block out like you're always well he be... said he blocked it out and then he unearthed it later i don't know if he's in therapy or whatever but mm-hmm. like i you know and that's just for people that are like why are you sharing this now i don't know but you know yeah. i mean i understand why he wouldn't share it like right away like it does take time for people to process stuff like that. That mm-hmm. is a lot to process, especially as a young boy, yeah. you know, raised by a single mom. You just can't leave anybody with your kids. Yeah, you can't. And he, he exposed the man's name and um, called him a disgusting pervert, a punk, a coward, a sexual predator, a rapist, and worst of all, he's a pedophile. And so, um, you know, I think he said this is the beginning of his healing, so... You know, prayers up for Hosea as well. Um, and all those who are molested. Because molestation is a lot more, um, you know, prevalent and a lot more, uh, I can't think of the word right now. Not often, but you know what I'm trying to say. Like, it's a lot more common. Right. One may think. I, I want to find out the statistic on molestation. Because if you really break down molestation and its definition, it doesn't have to be by... Um, an older parent, like you know, it doesn't have to be like by a family member it could or whatever. Be just it could someone, be a friend. It could be someone just touching you inappropriately. Yeah, inappropriately is molestation. Like molesta is like bothering in Spanish. So like, the, it could be a friend. It could be a cousin. You know, someone is t- taking advantage of the situation where uh, taking advantage of innocence. That's the best way to pronounce. Yeah, I, that's the best way I would put it. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, have you seen Thirteen Reasons Why? Because it really touched heavily on that. Oh, child! Okay. I don't know if my I don't know if my spirit. <laughs> uh, you know, I clicked past. I was like, why is that shit back on? Like, how that shit lasted I, so long? But they couldn't give my show the get down another, another fucking season. You know, honestly, this bitch done died. Okay, this little girl done died on the show two seasons ago, and they've been able to carry that damn. I thought the same thing, but this season, I would say, was the best season out of any of their seasons. Okay, so... And Hannah really wasn't the main character on this at all. So maybe that's why, because it goes into, like, all the other characters' stories. So so they were... It was on her again last season, too? On season two? Yeah. Season two, yeah, it was was about, like, the trial. Season two Uh, was trash. But season three, it was like, oh, shit, I didn't even know that was happening. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe, maybe on a board week, uh, I'll give it a chance. That's what I thought too. Then I ended up finishing it. <laughs> I was like, God damn. I still gotta finish. Um, I haven't either. Magicians? Uh, no, not even magicians. But I'm midway through. Oh, that's our nerd bag. Okay. Sorry, we y'all. Gonna, we all we gonna get into magicians because, girl, I was learning about something called the ten dimensions. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Rochelle. She sent me this video about the ten dimensions and how it's um. It was linked to the Bible and how the dimensions are broken up. Basically, really connected to how, like, magicians and stuff are real. Um, it's just that we are separated from the spirit world. And, which you probably already mm-hmm. know that, but, like, the way that the guy broke it down, it was, I'm, I'm going to share it with you oh, off no, air. I feel like, I'm going to be scared. No, 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 no. It wasn't scary. <laughs> it wasn't scary. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, uh-huh. All right. things get too real. So I know, right? <laughs> No, it wasn't like that. He didn't go like that into okay. that. Yeah. Uh, and shout out to Young Jeezy and yeah. Jeannie Mai. Yes, Jeannie Mai. Jeannie Mai, yes. You better get it, girl. They are so cute together. They are, I like girl. Them. I hope it works. Yeah, me too. They make some beautiful babies. Yes. 
All right, so let's get into the talk topic. Yes, yes. So, um, you know, we just wanted to touch on, we're going to start it off with the horoscopes. Okay. Um, and while I'm bringing that up, you know, we want to get you guys in gear and revved up for September. You know, it's the unofficial start of a new year, new possibilities, hot nerd semester, in the words yep, yep. of Meg Thee Stallion. You know, fall is just a time of renewal. Um, you know, contrary to the falling leaves. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, you know, I was on Nicole XO's website, thank you, and I saw that she had a um, nice little lineup for all of her September horoscopes. And what it said at the top was, um, your September horoscopes are all about operating at your highest self. And that spoke to me because I, I haven't been looking at my horoscopes in a long time. And, you know, I've been most, I'm always about prayer first and foremost and God and keeping him first. Um, but occasionally I'll dabble in some horoscopes. And I noticed Cal hadn't been sending me no horoscopes for me either. So I was just like, you know, let me just look at this. This speaks to me. So I do want to read the overall one. Right. So the sun travels through meticulous Virgo for most of September before moving into charming Libra on the 23rd. So to explain that, the sun and the moon are in different stars. Um, different, uh, that's what those are, mm-hmm. right, Libra? Then? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, <laughs> um, meaning, so it could be in a different sign, you know, because Kel can break this down even further about how we have a sun sign, which is your horoscope. And then you have a moon sign, which is also part of your horoscope. And the moon sign is what you are emotionally. Yep, right? how, you emo- how you feel, how you express yourself emotionally. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, so when it says that the sun is moving through and all that stuff, that's just meaning like there's a shift in how all of us are going to be acting. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and it's of course strongest for that person who is that horoscope that was born under that sun. Right. So... Yeah, I use context clues for that. So, <laughs> the sun travels through meticulous Virgo for most of September before moving into charming Libra on the 23rd. On the 14th, the full moon is in Pisces. Oh, the full moon in Pisces has us deep in our fields while Mercury and Venus cozy up in the sky, helping us to harmonize areas of our lives that have been in distress. Saturn, Lord of Karma, goes direct on the 18th, leading positive results to those that have been putting in the work. Things get a little hazy around the 21st, so be mindful of unrealistic expectations. Girl, I put that in my calendar to remember that. (laughs) Because I was like, I got too much on the line this month. I was like, I need to be aware of all of this. Exactly. That's actually (laughs) smart. I'm I'm, I'm sitting here like, hmm. I I, I put it in my calendar. Be mindful of unrealistic expectations. Remember the faith that faith without work is dead. That's what made me be like, let me put this in my calendar. Right, right. When I said, remember that faith without work is dead. Tensions are rising around the twenty eighth between what is expected of you and your soul, uh, and what your soul is calling you to do. I put that in the calendar too. The new moon at the end of the month helps you to find balance between the two. So, go ahead and say your comment, and then I'll get into reading 
Uh, I feel like that is very accurate. Um, and you know the funny thing with horoscopes is sometimes like you'll read a horoscope and be like, oh, it doesn't resonate with me. Mm-hmm. And that could very be, well be true. But I felt like when you sent this to me, it definitely resonated with me. Yes. Um, for sure. Just because I, delving back on the weekend, um, over the um uh, for my birthday I got Wait, a positive should I, should I read it first? No, go ahead. No, 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 no. this is quick. Yeah, so basically I got this positivity planner from my best friend Vivian and <laughs> Oh, I sound in real life. Yeah, Valley. <laughs> yes. Oh man. But yeah, and in the journal it's like for it says for this week, I love to, I'm looking forward to, I need to, fitness goals. And then you have a reflection on the next one. It says reflecting on the past week. Well, I'm grateful for, I enjoyed, I accomplished silver linings and mindful moments. Um I like that. Right. So when I was at the beach on Labor Day and I was mm-hmm. like really kind of like assessing because I was like, okay, when I go into September, I want to make sure that I'm like I'm okay. Like, I'm not having a bunch of mental blocks and that I can go to with, like, a clean slate and I can, like, write out exactly what my goals are and be able to actually meet these goals, you know? Yes. So, um, and it was, like, little things. Like, the, I wanted to focus on the little things. Not necessarily, like, oh, I want to have a job making blah, blah, blah amount of money. But things that I take for granted. So, like, I want to spend X amount of time with my family. I want to do... I want to record some bomb-ass content, like, mm-hmm. just to share. That's mm-hmm. what I did. Mm-hmm. Spend quality time with my family, record bomb content, and learn something new. Real small shit, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so, and I'm saying that to say that that's what Virgo is. It's very nitpicky, and it's nitpicky for a reason. It's picky to clean out all of the mess and all of the, you know, just clutter, and then mm-hmm. put them into categories and re like kind of, like, reassess, like, does this add value to my life mm. or does it need to be you know, eliminated? Eliminated, exactly. Mm. So that's what this season is really going to be heavy on. Mm. And I guess we can take from that and go into what the horse goes. Yeah, and after that, I want to ask you a couple of those questions and then I want you to ask me them as yeah, well yeah, yeah. too. So, all right, so starting off with, let's go ahead, you know, Niggas, y'all can go and see your own horse. Yeah, we can because, do ours. Yes. So I'm just going to do ours first. So let's start off with Raquel's. And I just had it up. My father would be at the bottom now. Well, Capricorns are here, so I guess I'll just yep. do me first. Okay, so I'm a Capricorn. So it says, the first part of the month brings your focus to higher learning and spiritual development. Um, sprinkled with, Sprinkled in with some foreign affairs. It's time to plan that eat, pray, love adventure. Oh, Barbados! <laughs> yes, you've been drinking because we gonna eat, we gonna pray as well. Yep, and we gonna love wine in our ways. Anyway, um, love. <laughs> you've been daydreaming about um, that. You've been daydreaming about on the fourteenth. Um, the full moon lends you the spotlight on social media. Yes, helping you to express yourself in a more vulnerable way. If you're not ready for IG fame quite yet, this is the perfect time to explore some written or verbal outlets to express your feelings. Mercury and Venus form a lovely conjunction on the same day, gifting you with the uh, gifting you with the gift of gab in your professional environment. I'm like, so is there an interview coming up? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> if you've been wanting that raise, that promotion or raise, now's the time to have that meeting with your boss. Or new boss. 
Your ruling planet Saturn goes direct on the 18th, helping you catch a little bit of a break with emphasis on little bit. Okay, so this transit has been has probably been kicking your ass, but for good reason. Remember, it takes pressure to make diamonds, my love. Stay grounded around the 21st as this energy has the potential to carry you off into la-la land. There's a fine line between faith and delusion. Back up your dreams with consistent action. Make sure other people's promises are consistent with their actions as well. There may be some tension brewing around the 28th between you and a significant other or business partner. Shit, not us. (laughs) You ain't even claiming it. Nope. Sometimes it's just best to take some space and reconvene at a later time. The month ends on a high note. With the new moon blessing you with a new job, promotion, or increased social standing through an achievement of yours. It's about damn time that the GOAT gets the recognition. Yes, GOATs! Greatest (laughs) of all time! Yes, because you know our symbol, we're GOATs as well. So, indeed. So, I obviously could connect with that with me changing my whole, you know, current career career path and um you know i've been really excited about it so i hope to continue to keep that excitement through mm-hmm. the rest of this the um, month and i'll we'll talk more about that later but um all of that is why i took notes for each of those yep. little pieces because this month is very crucial i feel it mm-hmm. um so all right would you like to read the leo sure because raquel is a leo all right let me get to it oh you just I passed it. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you had it ready for me. <laughs> so now I gotta keep scrolling. Working. What the hell? Where'd it go? Go. No, you gotta go further up. Girl, you had Scorpio. Child. Okay, one more. Go up one more. That's Virgo. Leo. Yeah. Okay. Okay, girl. <laughs> All right. So, you are in the bag this month as Saturn transits through hardworking Virgo throughout most of the month. On the 14th, Mercury and Venus are making you the center of attention when it comes to communication. Check those junk mail folders and stay on top of your DMs. You could have some dope opportunities coming your way, Mm -hmm. given the extra charm that you're exuding from the next month. The full moon on the same day can get pretty emo for you, but hey, you've got to heal it. you got to feel it to heal it. Might as well be the bold babe that you are and dive right in the shadows of your pain. You maybe even to pull some inspiration from the depths of depths to work to your benefit. On the 18th, Saturn goes direct and you're bought and you're um, getting extremely disciplined with your fitness, health, and daily routines. You may not be training for the Olympics, but you definitely got your eyes on the gold medal. Be mindful of overinflated expectations around the 21st <laughs> when it comes to romance. It's best it's best to take things slow. And just have some fun at this time. Keep in mind that intimacy takes time to build. And spilling your guts about all of your childhood trauma and fears on the first date isn't the best approach to this. September winds down with a new moon, encouraging you to start a new writing project. Share your thoughts or launch that blog as a means of self-expression. See, I'd be too lazy to do the blog. I ain't gonna lie to (laughs) y'all. I would do it, but I'm just lazy. And I know that just means that I need to get to work. (laughs) (laughs) so um so yeah so what were the um the portions let me see your um pink book got it so i'm gonna skip past what you wrote 
initially and just read what it says. So it says, um, like Raquel said earlier in her book, I'd love to, I'm looking forward to, I need to, fitness goals, I'm grateful for, I enjoyed, I accomplished. And then we have silver linings and mindful moments. So what are you looking forward to this September? Okay. Leading into October. All right. So I I am looking forward to creating more spaces for people to be able to share their stories. And um, how I would like to do that, to break that even further, is I would like to have more content and more people come on our show to share their story that mm. it might heal another person. Mm. Um, I would like to do another upper echelon event mm. in September because people have been hitting me up about it. Um, and I've been feeling it too. Like, mm, it's about that time. Um, and cause I know I'm about to go through something in October. It's specific that I think I'm definitely going to need my try for. Um, and, uh, I, what was that one? Oh, love What it. you're looking forward to. I think to. that's like the main thing. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to collaborating with people. Yeah. And, um, building some new relationships. Mm-hmm. I would say that. I would say I'm looking forward to closing a chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, a very long chapter <laughs> in my life, which was my uh, current job. Um, I'm looking forward to connecting with new opportunities and new people that can provide me with opportunities. Um, I'm looking forward to taking a breather at the end of the month and feeling like, wow, I'm done. I look know? back on that. And, yeah. I like, can be yeah, proud of it because you were bomb. Oh, thank you. You know, it's hard when you're in it to see it, but mm-hmm. like, you know, like, and even right now, I say all of that knowing that, oh, yeah, I, I know I'm bomb, blah, 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 but like, I still feel like I need some people to remind me, like, what I did while I was there, you know? Um, but I know when someone else, I know I'm leaving a big hole when right. I leave, so I know I'm doing something there. And just, uh, I had a very heartfelt conversation randomly with my auntie Celia that had me, like, tearing up. She randomly called me. That's my godmother. And um, she was telling me how much she, how proud of me she was and stuff, and how God is in this and everything. I was telling her about the situation. And she was like, you know, when you leave on a good note, you know, how that translates for the future. So, you know, even with the karma thing, with um, Saturn taking over um, at some point in the month. All that good that you you did. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that I'm looking forward to that being reciprocated or coming back around to me, boomeranging back to me uh, for October. So, um, and I'm looking forward to executing on some projects as well. Um, but also, you know, talking things through as far as like what's doable, what's not. Um, and perhaps some hosting gigs and stuff. Yeah. So, um, I'm just looking forward to freedom. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to closing the chapter and freedom. Yes, exhale moment. Yes. And on that note, let's go ahead and get into our philanthropy moments. You need to get up, get out, and get something. How will you make it if you never even try? You need to get up, get out, and get something. 
Cause you and I got to do for you and I. Yeah, so let's get back into making sure that we talk about what's going on um, over in the Bahamas. So for today's philanthropy moment, we want to highlight the Bahamas Embassy Counselor Annex, which is now accepting donations for the victims of Hurricane Dorian. Um, so the drop-off location is the um, same place I just named, the Bahamas Embassy Counselor Annex, which is over on 1025 Vermont Ave Northwest, Suite 305, Washington, D.C., 20005. Um, and so we're going to make sure that we have that posted on the page, and we'll link uh, right to the Bahamas Embassy Counselor Annex as well, um, because there's a lot of pain and suffering that's going on over there a lot of people are out of homes um i've heard even on the news that this is worse than katrina per se you mm -hmm. know because um i think it's a I mean, it's sense. hard to say it because it's like katrina was american soil and but they it, didn't have as much resources as we did yeah yeah and, and, you know, it's already an island, so it's surrounded by water. Right. You know, and then it's, um, I don't know if you would call the Bahamas third world, but, you know, it's likened it's to that. It's considered third world. Yeah, so, you know, just the devastation is always going to be worse in those countries. So, yeah, mm -hmm. you know, people, some, I remember seeing some man on the news who said he lost his wife, his wife died. I'm not sure how many deaths have come to pass, um, but they're on the search and rescue right now at this point, looking for people still. Um, and, you know, we just want to continue to keep our prayers up. I found a list of things that are needed um, for those affected by Hurricane Dorian. Did you find the number, though? 20. 20 people um, have been counted as mm -hmm. passed away. So, um, you know, and you may not think that's a big number, but if 20, if five people die here in America in a mass shooting. One is and, too much. And yeah, one is too much, you know, so um, that's 20 lives. Right. 20 people that were brother, sister, mother, you know, father, whatever, father, something. you know, something to someone. So, um Although it is appreciated, we are unable to accept used clothes or old mattresses. Still, the verdict is out on why that is, but um, right now they need building supplies. So that's roofing materials, shingles, tar paper, drip caps, nails, plywood, lumber, etc. Uh, plastic sheeting rolls, sheetrock, water, canned goods, meals ready to eat. So also known as MREs, um, hygiene kits, monetary donations, first aid kits, plastic trash bags, mosquito repellent, bleach, chlorine tablets, non-perishable dry goods, clean up supplies, mop, bucket, towel and towelettes, blankets, water containers, chainsaws, generators, generators. I know they need generators out there mm -hmm. because... You know, especially like how it was in Puerto Rico where mm -hmm. it was already the, like the no emergency like was already right, weeks. right, right um, pillows sh uh, sheet sets, household cleaning kits, pampers, baby wipes, baby juice, baby food cereal, Lysol, disinfectant and flashlights, 
So I'm going to make an effort myself personally to try and make it over there at some point, um, maybe next week. Or maybe even I could possibly go over there at the end of this week. Um, but, you know, we'll put we'll together a care package. Yeah, let's do a CCC care package. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to make sure that we do our part to help those because, you know, we over here, we want to go and um, have a vacation in the Bahamas. Like, that's the first place me and Dennis ever went on vacation mm -hmm. to the Bahamas, like out of the country or whatever, you know. So we had to take care of these beautiful paradises that we love to vacate at, right. you know, vacation at. So with that said, it's been a great show. We yes, ended yes. under an hour, you guys. I know, right? So we, the last, right, the last few episode, episodes have been like, yes. Us, thank you. We yes. appreciate your loyalty. <laughs> and we hope you enjoyed this fun, packed, um, you know, concise episode. I'm trying to drag it out so we can get to at least 50 seconds. Make sure you follow us <laughs> on um, the gram, Cupcake yes. Cupcakes Conversations. Yes. Um. And our email, if you want to email us, cognac cupcakes and conversations at gmail.com. Um, visit our website, cognac cupcakes and conversations.com. And remember to comment and like all of our episodes. Subscribe. Um, subscribe, yes. And keep us posted. And uh, we are looking to uh, host your next benefit event if you're looking for ideas or someone to help you come up with concepts for doing a benefit event for a cause you're passionate about make sure you contact us and until next time we out peace out it's a vibe